Reflections of the Lighthouse is a podcast sharing the hope of the gospel for those struggling with life-altering addictions. Here are your hosts, Brandon Bauer and Pastor Dwayne Modlin. Hi, my name is Brandon Bauer. I'm the founder and director of The Lighthouse, and you are listening to Reflections of the Lighthouse, our new podcast that we are launching here in 2023. So we're excited about that. I wanted to introduce my podcast partner, Pastor Dwayne Modlin. Ah, great to be with you guys today. Today we're going to talk about what is The Lighthouse and why are we different from other programs around. So overall, The Lighthouse is a men's addiction recovery program and a community center where we serve our community and help others with the love of Jesus that are that are around us. So I wanted to talk to Dwayne about biblical residential recovery and why is biblical residential recovery important and how is it different than a regular secular 12-step approach? Well, really, uh, it boils down to what we believe about the scriptures. Uh, we believe they're inerrant. We believe that they are inspired. And because of that, we hold to a view called the sufficiency of Scripture. And what we mean by that is that God's Word is sufficient to answer all of our major issues in life. God has a way of working through His Word to transform lives for His glory. So comparing that to a... a just a regular addiction program that you find in the community, what are what are some of the main differences? All of our classes that we offer are based off of biblical principles, helping these men begin to change patterns in their life with godly patterns. And we do that through teaching God's word, giving them uh, resources and tools that they can use to begin to put to practice in their life to overcome the addictions that they're facing in their life. So you wouldn't get that at a secular secular no. center. Absolutely what what would you not. expect to get at a secular center? Uh, one thing you're going to get is a disease model when it comes to addiction. And the de- disease model says that you're an addict and you can't change that at all. Uh, we believe in the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we hold more to what's called the moral model when it comes to addiction, that it's a choice based in our sin that we have chosen to participate in. And God has a uh, remedy for that sin in our lives, and it's through His Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that, that tends to be a huge difference between yeah. us and, and some of the other programs around also kind of introducing the lighthouse i wanted to talk about our care management team you know a lot of a lot of you would un- recognize the term case manager we we find that the term care is super uh, embedded throughout scripture how we're supposed to care for widows people who are hurting and broken and so we call it care management around the lighthouse so some of the aspects of care management that we see we um we definitely have the care management for the for the addiction homes. Yes. Um we have a care manager that's over our community food bank and clothing vouchers. And then one of the utmost important things that I think that happens at the lighthouse is we are a place of community connection. Yeah. And I believe that care happens in community. So we have a um Friday night community service where where people come, we, we, we average 75 to 100 people every night, every mm-hmm. Friday night, and we care for them. We, we talk to them, we build relationships, we have a big meal, we celebrate their successes. 
Some would say that community is the opposite of addiction. Uh, I think that's a good terminology. Another thing is, is what we believe here at the Lighthouse is that when we care for the least of these, uh, we're showing our love for Christ and for the people in our community. It's putting flesh on the gospel for these people. It's showing them the gospel lived out. We proclaim it, which is absolutely biblical, but we also try to live it. I love a little uh, verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8, where Paul says that he was excited not only to share the gospel with these people, but he was also excited to do life with them. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to preach the gospel, but not stop there, but to do life with these people and to share uh, the love of Christ with them. So, so a great example of that, um, several months ago, I walked into the community center bathroom and there was shaving cream everywhere. And, <laughs> and Dwayne, Pastor Dwayne here, was standing next to one of our residents, Colin, who had never been taught how to shave. And Dwayne was showing Colin how to shave and how to shave right and how, you know, what kind of razors you need. And here, here, is, a, here is a kid who, who needed extra care. And rather than just saying, go shave and figure it out, Dwayne was there with him showing him how to shave. And that, that's the kind of care that I want to see at the lighthouse. And it's so yes. exciting to see that kind of things. I noticed Colin's not shaving right now. Yeah. So probably need to um, talk to him about that. But yeah. It is those above and beyond things that we're looking for. And yes. there's a passage that we base our, our lighthouse philosophy off of. It's, it's in Matthew chapter 25, and it says, The king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to the one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. And that passage lays out five things that the lighthouse wants to focus on. So really, really quick, caring for those who are sick. And, and we yeah. do that through our community center and our care management program, clothing those who are naked. And we give out clothing vouchers through our family thrift stores to anyone in the community seeking help. Um, last year, it was over like $13,000 worth of clothes that we gave away. Because of the Matthew 25 passage is driving our care for that. Mm -hmm. um, visiting the strangers, we do that through our transitional living centers, our addiction programs and our community centers where we build community, feeding the hungry. Um, we have a feeding program through our community center. Every guy that comes to us gets three meals a day. Yep. And then we also have the community feeding meals. And then caring for those in prison. And we have a prison writing program. Uh, would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, this, this is one of the aspects of our care management team. Um, we have them uh, writing to prisoners and sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and also letting them know that they can have a safe place to come to once they get out of prison. And we've had many uh, guys come from prison into our program and find um, life transformation through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's just starts with just building a relationship, basically becoming a pen pal uh, with these men who are struggling in prison. And it's a great opportunity for us just to love them right where they are. They're not going anywhere. Um, so it's a great opportunity just to get their attention and share Christ with them. So I, I read one of the jail letters that came in, and it said something to the effect of, I've been here like 12 years, and no one has written me yep. except you. Yep. So uh, I, th I think at first they thought we were some sort of a creeper. But, <laughs> but then when, we, when they realized that we really did care— 
we yeah. started some conversations about what got them there and what their hopes are for the future yep. and ultimately relationships again. Mm-hmm. We want to build connections and relationships that will lead to kingdom work. And this is what Jesus did in his ministry. He was building relationships with those society had deemed outcast. Jesus is a God of the outcast. He loves the outcasts and loves, uh, he loved them and shared himself with them and did life with them. And that's what he calls us as his people to engage in. We're called into the mission of God. This is not our mission. This is God's mission that he's called us to join him in, and that is sharing Christ and loving people. I, th- I think, about, um, think about the last piece of the puzzle of what makes the lighthouse different, and, and that is our biblical counseling model. A lot of people don't understand biblical counseling, so we'll get into that in just a second, yeah. but, but there are very few biblical counseling centers across the U.S. Where, where, that are housing men who are struggling, and we're one of the largest. We have um, 28 beds for yes. guys who struggle with addiction. And we're seeing referrals because pastors and families want that biblical care. We're seeing referrals from, um, over the last two years, 14 different states. Yeah. And we had a guy from Washington State come all the way out to Fort Wayne, Indiana, because we were the closest biblical counseling residential bed available. Yeah. And while, while I'm excited that we can provide those services, I'm also sad that there were no other beds between here and Washington that were open for them. Yes. Um, I do have friends doing this work around, and their beds are consistently full. We we are grateful that God has blessed us with a larger facility where we can host a larger amount of men yes. who are seeking um, biblical change. But um, just being able to have such a spread out reach is really important. And we're also doing some work with some some folks in Africa. Yes, we, we're doing some training with a group in South Africa. And hopefully going to be bringing some interns from Nigeria to, to, to train with us here in the near future to be able to take our model back to Nigeria and, and create a lighthouse yes. in Nigeria to be able to care for people there who are struggling. So that's exciting. But the biblical counseling piece is what makes us different. So what's the difference between biblical counseling, Christian counseling, and secular counseling? Uh, secular counseling really... There, the underpinning worldview of secular counseling is a evolutionary-based view of a man. So they're going to come at m- mankind's problem different because their anthropology is different. How they view mankind is different. So how they view mankind's problems are different. When it comes to the Christian counseling movement, and sometimes I think people get confused when it comes to Christian counseling and biblical counseling. What Christian counseling does is it's an integrated process where they take some of the things from secular counseling and biblical principles and begin to try to mesh those things together. But they're based on two different worldviews. And thus, you've got two different worldviews trying to be put together in order to help people which I I don't think is a good model at all. And then you have the biblical counseling where we base, we think, again, the sufficiency of Scripture comes into play here, that God created mankind. We see this throughout the Scripture, and mankind fell. And mankind's primary problem is sin. And it's the gospel that answers this primary problem that mankind faces. 
for example, again, the secular model would say that addiction is a disease. And if it's a disease, then that person has no moral culpability in the addiction process. They're not to be held accountable for this. But the biblical view is we've all sinned. We all fall short of the glory of God. There's no one that seeks God. It was Christ that came and sought us. So we take the the Bible. We believe it is wholly sufficient to answer everything for godliness and life. So life, addiction is a life-altering issue. Well, if the scriptures are sufficient to answer everything we face in life, then the Bible is sufficient to deal with this issue. And that's how we come at it. Issues of divorce, all these different issues we face in life, the scriptures deal with, and they give us answers and principles to begin to put in our life, to change patterns in our life. We call it, and scripture calls it, the renewing of the mind. Um, And that's what the Word of God does for us. So that's a quick summary on kind of how we view Scripture. And we take the Bible in our counseling. We believe God has something to say for the issues of our life. Not to judge us, not to condemn us. God has something to say to help transform us for His glory and for our good. So we use the Bible and our counseling. What a novel idea for the Christian to think that the Bible can answer our issues. Now, biblical counseling over the last 20, 30 years has has kind of gotten a bad rap. You've got some crazy fringe people who say, you know, you don't need medical care. Just pray the demons out of you. You've got people that say medication can't help you. You just need more God in your life. That's not what we're talking about. No, not at all. Sometimes there's medical issues. And when it comes to addiction, sometimes there ends up being medical issues because you've been putting a chemical in your life for years. So you're going to have, you may have some medical issues that need to be discussed. We're not saying that at all. Uh, We believe in what's called common grace, that God has blessed us with medical care, doctors, and, and, and things of the such to help us through this process. And, and we, don't, we don't attack those things as far as medical. I don't think the Bible is necessarily going to cure your cancer. I mean, God can heal you, but he can use doctors to also heal you. These are issues of lifestyle that we're dealing with most of the time when we're talking about biblical counseling. Sure. So, so, the Lighthouse is, is proud to partner with several um, healthcare agencies in yes. town. We work closely with them because it's about a, a whole life change, yes. not just a, um, a medical piece or not just a counseling piece. So the last thing is, um, as biblical counselors, sometimes some of our colleagues tend to bash others. Now, I don't want this to be a bashing thing. Absolutely not. We agree differently. We agree differently than our secular folks. We agree differently than our Christian counselor folks. It doesn't mean that someone can't get help and healing in those places. We just feel that we have a source of truth that is often ignored in the other places that that is the most sustainable source of truth in all of creation. 
Yeah, Jesus said, I am truth. And the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation points to Jesus, the truth. Uh, So we find the truth about life, who we are, uh, our issues in life, our major problem, sin, and how God's remedy to those things in our life. And we believe that God is big enough to help men and women through these things. And we were talking about the biblical counseling issue. We also have people from the community coming in, receiving biblical counseling as well. Our pet, right now, I'm counseling with a few who have been recommended through former residents that went through our addiction program who uh, pointed them in our direction because what God had done in their lives through his word. Yep. So it's exciting to see someone start life change, whether in a secular place or, or a pseudo-Christian space, yeah. and then see that the gospel can change a heart and start to move towards a biblical soul care model. It is so exciting to see that um, in our community. It's so, so exciting to help people um, really get to the root of their problem yeah. rather than just kind of give them a Band-Aid over what's going on. Yeah, and I think a lot of the issue here is Band-Aids. We get a lot of Band-Aids in, in these guys' lives that come in. They've, they've learned how to do certain things, but they still haven't dealt with the deepest issues of their life. Ultimately, knowing that they have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are in need of a Savior, and that Savior transforms their hearts, and that's what sets us apart from most other programs. Well, perfect. I'm excited about our podcasts. I'm excited about what's going on. Episode two is going to be how to how the gospel changes an addict's heart. And we're looking forward to you continuing to tune in, continuing to listen, and send us your feedback. Email us at biblicalliferecoverycenter at gmail.com or visit our website at biblicalliferecoverycenter.com. We'd love to hear your opinions of what's going on, and we'd love to connect with you and tie you into our community. And there's a bunch of volunteer opportunities and, and, and all of those things available as well. So thank you for tuning in to Reflections of the Lighthouse. God bless. This has been Reflections of the Lighthouse with Brandon Bauer and Pastor Dwayne Modlin. Be sure to follow this podcast and subscribe to it on whatever podcast platform you have to be listening on now. And join us in two weeks for another great discussion on how the gospel can transform the heart of the addict. Bye for now.